Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Den här veckan samarbetar Sinne Själen med Synoptik och deras glasögonabonnemang All Inclusive. Ett serviceupplägg som gör det så mycket enklare att ta hand om din ögonhälsa. Synoptiks synundersökning som är inkluderad i det här abonnemanget är mer än bara en vanlig synundersökning där man kontrollerar styrkan. För här ingår även en ögonhälsoundersökning som inkluderar ögonbottenfotografering, synfältsmätning och tryckmätning. Det här gör att du både har koll på din syn och ökar chansen att hitta tidiga tecken på vanliga ögonsjukdomar, exempelvis glaukom. I min familj så finns just den ögonsjukdomen så därför kollar jag årligen trycket i mina ögon för att försäkra mig om att det inte är för högt. Och det är inte bara glaukom som man kan upptäcka vid en synundersökning utan även till exempel tecken på diabetes. Med synoptik all inclusive så ser du till att alla dina behov är uppfyllda i alla lägen. All service, fria glasbyten när synen förändras och otursskydd om olyckan är framme. Och du betalar inget för synundersökningar. Allt är inkluderat i en fast månadskostnad från 90 kronor i månaden. Inga oförutsedda kostnader. Dessutom så får du alltid 30% på alla glasögon och solglasögon när du tecknar ett abonnemang. Läs mer och boka tid på synoptik.se. I veckans avsnitt av Så in i själen så samtalar jag med den andliga ledaren Sri Pritaji som jag träffade när hon var i Sverige senast på ett besök. Sri Pritaji och hennes man Sri Krishnaji har lett miljoner människor på en djupgående resa i medvetandet på sin akademi i Indien på Aikam och deras Field of Abundance Retreats. De har hjälpt deltagare att hitta den läkning, glädje, relationer och syfte de söker. Men de turnerar även i USA, Asien och Europa och undervisar i ökat medvetande och uppvaknande. Jag har varit på kurser med Pritaji och Krishnadi både i Nederländerna, Indien och i Sverige. 
och fått med mig insikter och visdom som hjälpt mig att hitta en balans och en inre stillhet när jag har behövt det. Den värme, visdom, ödmjukhet, kärlek och kraft både Pritaji och Krishnaji förmedlar är vacker att ta del av och få till sig. Jag tycker det ska bli så fint att få presentera Pritaji för er och jag tänker att vi ska tala om olika sinnestillstånd. Sätt att höja sig över lidande och vilka de olika stegen mot uppvaknande och upplysning är. Varmt välkomna till ett samtal i Så in i själen som den här gången är på engelska. Så, Pritaji, welcome to this podcast. I'm so very, very happy to have you in my podcast. Absolutely, Agnes. It's lovely to be in your podcast and to touch your audience. Yes. Uh, I have a lovely audience and I think they will love you. Uh, in the introduction, I, I'm talking about Ecom and Academy. So, and I think my, my listeners are, that's new for them. So can you tell me about your work and mission at Ecom and ONO Academy? Ecom is a world center for enlightenment. So the vision is enlightenment of human beings. The mission is to have 80,000 Buddhas driving an eco-friendly Benz along with their loved ones. 80,000 is like 0.001% of humanity, um, which is, looking at the current population, that is the number, 0.001% is 80,000. And we see that when you have this 0.001% of humanity live in an enlightened state, then you would we would have a phase transition in human consciousness itself. A phase transition from division, separation, conflict and suffering to experiencing oneness. So this group of people would affect the surroundings just by being enlightened? Yes. The truth is, I mean, from this From a physical plane, you would see that I am separate from you and mm. I'm separate from her or I'm separate from this. But in a different realm, we are connected beings. There is no separation. All that exists in this world is one unitary fabric. It is life. Mm. It is, you can call it uh, a fabric of consciousness. And from a different realm... Though I'm separate, you are separate, we have a separate body, mm. but from that realm we are the part of that fabric of consciousness. So when a transformation and enlightenment happens in a being, it is going to percolate to the rest of the universe. Mm. At the moment it feels like the world is more divided than ever, but maybe that's just an illusion, maybe it's always been divided. Yes. Would, is your experience that it is more divided and separated today? We have fought many wars earlier. Yes. We have. It is the tendency of the human mind to hold on to division, mm-hmm. to constantly separate one from the other, right from wrong, good from evil, the hero and the villain. That is the tendency of the human mind. Mm-hmm. But in enlightenment, everything is... 
everything yes. is one that division ceases to exist mm. that separation driven mind ceases to exist the experience being one even if individuals are able to be in that state for some time mm. that would change the entire um energy that courses in the universe mm. but is this possible for anyone to be enlightened or oh it enlightenment is a happening uh-huh. it has been possible it it is possible and we are seeing people being in that enlightened state living and functioning from that enlightened state that's what we always say our vision is to see buddhas 80000 buddhas uh-huh. driving a benz <laughs> with loved ones that is we are not creating enlightened beings who are who are away from the world who get into the forest who are hermits we are not looking at creating those people we are looking at creating enlightened beings who are engaged in the world we, we are looking at um we envision enlightened parents enlightened leaders enlightened human beings who can impact the world yes and you work a lot with leaders yes. all around the world yes and do you see that you that you can change those leaders to oh, be yes, more absolutely for a large part the world is in the space of division and separation because nobody knows that there is yet another experience mm. where you are not separate where you are connected mm. when it becomes your experience uh, there is no way that you are holding on to separation mm. because your actions is going to increase the well-being of people around you because you are not separate from the other No. Yeah. So if you reach this stage, it sticks. Yes. It doesn't it's like it's See, that a- is why we we clearly differentiate between an enlightenment experience mm-hmm. and being enlightened. Mm-hmm. An enlightenment experience is it can happen to many. It's it's been happening actually an experience of oneness, an experience of bliss, an experience that you are the universe. Of course, not to everybody. people have had these experiences but when we say enlightened we're talking about uh, like the entire ecosystem that gets you into being in that state that is you need many realizations to happen you need many insights you need to build awareness to such an high intensity and then you have many awakening experiences Mm-hmm. and then you get established in an enlightened state so when we talk about this uh can you explain the different stages of awareness the way to get to the to enlightenment, enlightenment. Yeah. the first stage i mean enlightenment has been a pathless land for thousands of years mm-hmm. um we've given a path the first stage is being conscious where you're conscious of your actions you're conscious of your words knowing very clearly that you are part of an interconnected web of life you're not separate individuals your actions are impacting the world your positive actions are impacting your negative actions are creating a negative impact but you are not separate from the world so whatever those actions are it comes back to you mm. because you're part of that web <laughs> the second stage is awareness this is where true spirituality begins that is you're aware of your state your inner experience your emotions your feelings your inner experience when you 
when you are when you perform an action or when you use a word and speak that mm-hmm. is you are say you are hurting somebody through your actions you are aware of your state of greed your ambition mm-hmm. uh, or your self centeredness as you're performing that action mm-hmm. or you're performing a very kind and loving action you are aware of your state of appreciation or love that you're experiencing within you that is making you perform those action the second stage is being aware and an important insight that i want everybody to have is that you are either living in a state of suffering or a state of no suffering this is a phenomenal a philosophical insight which shri krishna ji shares with the world krishna ji is the founder of ekam mm-hmm. so krishna ji shares that you are either in a state of suffering or a state of no suffering there is no third state so at this very moment as you're relating to your child you are in a state of suffering and definitely a state of suffering is not going to make you a great parent mm-hmm. at that moment you are not or you are in a state of no suffering that you are experiencing so much of joy and love and kindness that you are able to connect to your child and create a and sculpt a beautiful child so there are only two states a suffering state or a no suffering state there is no third state mm. and which state are you living and experiencing life are you somebody who is constantly feeling insecure or are you in a state of worry or are you angry or are you um, feeling guilty all the time or are you regret regretting something that had happened to you or that is mm. happening to you what is that inner experience that you are fueling within you that becomes very important for you to become aware of because your state is the foundation on which your entire life is built you might believe that the quality of your life is dependent on the car that you drive or the home that you stay the mm. comforts that you have but the truth is the quality of your life is determined by your inner state exactly everything outside of you doesn't matter matter because mm. i have i've seen people who are billionaires who are very sad and unhappy live in that state of lack i have seen people who are not billionaires who are not unhappy so what you have is not going to make a difference mm. um your state is going to make a huge difference so it is important and, and unfortunately we belong to a civilization that has made the external very important yes. and the inner world probably has been given no importance at all mm. so we are bringing back attention to your inner state and your inner experience so what is your inner experience are you living in a state of suffering say uh, from a scale of 0 to 10 if you're living in a state of suffering for 7 or 8 or 6 or 5 it is a very poor quality of living mm-hmm. that is you have to nurture a no suffering state you have to nurture a beautiful state you have to nurture or be in an awakened state and definitely the vision is enlightenment mm. enlightenment as having a total cessation of suffering separation ceases to exist where you experience being one that is the ultimate vision so the suffering is is in inside so the 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 inner status is always a choice yes you always make a choice between 
suffering or no suffering, Absolutely. suffering, except everything around you. Okay. Here, I would definitely like to distinguish what a problem is and a suffering is. Yes. Mm -hmm. People always get confused between problem and suffering. They entangle both problem and suffering and then the whole thing becomes very complicated. Mm -hmm. Problem is an external situation which you need to handle. Your child not keeping well is mm -hmm. a problem. Your child being unhappy is a problem. You not doing well at work is a problem. You you are getting, um, you constantly face obstacles on your path of what you're creating is a problem. Suffering is the inner entanglement that happens because of the problem externally. Mm. It begins there. Yes. But then you hold on to it and mm. you live in it. For a long, you it, even many times, even after the problem has passed, you continue to live in a space of worry. You live in a space of anxiety that mm. becomes your habitual state if you do not bring attention to your suffering. When you're able to distinguish between problem and suffering, then you can see what needs to be done. But it when it gets entangled with like, you know, why is this happening to me? Why is life so unfair to me? Why is God treating me this way? Why am I not being respected? Why am I not being loved? When you go into this suffering space, there is no clarity that you can bring to life. Mm. There is no uh, intelligent response that you can give to life. So we need to distinguish between problem and suffering. And when problems are there and you move into suffering, it is important that you bring attention to the suffering that is arising in you mm. and dissolve it. Mm. When you learn the art of dissolution of suffering, that I would say is the greatest art that you yes. can have. Big parts of the world, uh, people are worried. They are worried yes. about their money, their work, their family, their if they're going to live or die. And a lot of things that keeps people in this worrying state. Uh, that has to change. That has to change. That definitely has to change. Mm -hmm. Because that... That is a poor, very poor quality of life. Yes. What a problem needs is solution. You need to be able to take the reality as it is and then respond with great intelligence. And suffering exactly does not allow you to do that. Mm. It goes in rounds. Thinking is going in rounds. You are internally caught up with yourself, not allowing you to respond to life. And when you respond to life from a suffering state, it is not the right response. Yeah. So how can you rise above this suffering state? What would be some good keys to... Suffering because of an external situation, you move into, say something has happened and mm. you move into a state of anxiety. Rather mm. than trying, trying to cover up and trying to move with life, I would say bring attention to it. Do the serene mind practice. Mm. Probably if we have time, we can. Yeah, do it we can. You. And the, the serene mind practice is like a meditation. And I think we can do that in the end. end yes. sure. So we do the serene mind practice and you disentangle from that suffering, move into a place of calm. And mm. slowly but surely, you would learn to disengage from the suffering, uh, from the suffering component. Mm. But when, uh, when you are suffering because uh, you move into this place of suffering because if it has become a habit for you, 
then you need a deeper process a process where you are able to free yourself from the past and reemerge as a new human being and a spiritual process has been part of every ancient civilization and unfortunately with all the advancements that we are making yeah. in the world today we have lost that yes so it is important to get into a spiritual process by which you are able to disengage from that suffering that has been continuing in you probably mm. ever since you were a child mm. and even deeper processes needed when you have to disengage from the suffering that is flowing into you because of what your ancestors experience mm. it is not only the physical traits it's not only their um, their genes that is flowing into us it is even their state that is flowing into us oh so it gets inherits from from, from yes so oh. say a great grandmother or a great grandfather yeah. experienced an a trauma or mm. say uh, experienced a period of scarcity or drought or war yes things that you don't even know and remember yeah. in this life, life. happened be- before many generations yes. ago but that gets passed on yeah that becomes a part of your experience as well and it is possible to live free of that suffering as well when you go into deeper experiences and especially when you are moving into those uh, the fourth stage which is awakening and enlightenment mm. and the fifth stage is enlightenment you go past these experiences mm. when you are established in that state suffering does you are not entangled with suffering mm. it becomes an experience of oneness entanglement and living in state of suffering dissolves in your consciousness even if you don't know yes your you don't ca- your karma your your no, no you don't need it dissolves it you don't need dissolves. to know yeah so mm. it is a state in which great order can set into your life mm. so so we are at the second stage being aware mm. the third stage is transformation where healing happens of your past experiences in your heart you are free of that which is entangling you your habitual state of sadness or guilt or um meaninglessness that is overpowering you you get free of that in the third stage the, the transformation healing, stage yeah the mm. healing of the heart happens mm. and when the heart heals uh, the separation between you and the other becomes very thin then you become and you have the ability to feel the other to support the other to hold the other mm. that's why it is very important that as parents as leaders as people who are leading a community or the society they need to have this transformation happen in their hearts because mm. it makes them a leader or it makes makes you a great parent when you have this ability to connect mm. you're not engaged in your suffering you're not engaged in yourself in separation driven thinking you have a heart that can feel so that is the third stage mm. the fourth stage is awakening where you move beyond the limiting experience of the mind you experience life you experience reality as it is it is a beautiful experience to move away from the mind because mind constantly pulls you into the past or the present mm. or the sorry past or the future does not allow you to be in the present moment so in an awakening experience you move beyond the mind you are being present to life you are being present to people to situations mm. and it is an incredible experience itself it is, is it like that you are aware of what what is the mind 
and what is the the real do you do you have another awareness of that you will know what it is to yes. really live you know what it is there will be a freshness to the breath that you take there will be freshness and newness to life because it is always within the mind it is only the past that you are living it is your struggles your suffering your yeah. uh, your pain that is continuing into the experience of the present not allowing you to truly live and experience the moment mm. so it is an enlightenment experience you when you have an awakening experience you become a seeker because you know oh there is yet another experience of life that i have not lived being entangled by the mind mm. so you become alive you experience you've woken up from your deep slumber that is awakening mm. and you experience the present moment you become you experience being a witness to everything that is arising without being entangled with it. exactly that was what i was trying to explain <laughs> before exactly that you're not entangled no. in that um, arising but you are a witness to that arising and then the final stage is enlightenment mm. that is the fifth stage it is like you know if you have to explain it in terms of technology you have awareness built to such an high extent that such intensity that you are able to see the arising of suffering even before it truly takes its form when you see mm. suffering from that intense awareness suffering does not arise mm it is only when you are in the deep slumber then suffering can overpower and entangle you but in that state of intense awareness suffering doesn't arise that is why you need the wisdom you need the practice you need several experiences of awakening and you need to have that enlightenment experience you being one to be established in enlightenment hmm. to to visit uh, akam it's like going to shambhala sort of <laughs> have you heard that before oh absolutely people yes. people love being there because akam is a center mm. which is dedicated for awakening humanity there yes. is when people sit at ekam when they meditate yeah they I, are pushed into those states of awakening yeah I, i've been there it was lovely it was very transforming <laughs> but uh, you heard the con- comparison with shambhala oh yes yeah. absolutely should Many we explain times. what shambhala is for the listener that doesn't you can do it <laughs> no but but i'm not so good at it because but but i saw a documentary the other day and they were talking about shambhala Uh, and this enlightenment beings in this sacred secret place somewhere and and it came to my mind this is akam i thought <laughs> it's <laughs> so just to, it just popped in my mind <laughs> to live in a space mm. or to to not to live to be in a space mm. where everybody's experience is not going to be an individual's experience as i said in the beginning mm. though we see ourselves as separate beings we are not we are connected in a field of consciousness and to see thousands of people come together 
and experience that awakening state. It is an incredible field that is created. And it is a powerful field. It's very powerful. And it might be hard for people outside of it to understand it. That's true. But when you understand or when you at least try to understand that we belong to a field, Mm. this world, this universe is a field of consciousness Mm. and not not individual separate, not matter separate, but just one field. And to to have that awakening of that field, to know that you are not separate individuals, to know that you are connected to this vast fabric of life, that in itself kind of will help you understand what Akam is. To mm. move into that space, to feel and know that you are not separate. Ah, that's that so experience good. of oneness, experience of true bliss. Mm. experience of feeling that you are or every cell in your body is bliss Mm. Um, every sensory experience is bliss Mm. and witnessing your thoughts witnessing your emotions uh, witnessing every arising in you is bliss Mm. it's so beautiful but to to be there i've been there and then to get back to the real world it that the important thing, as you said, Buddha's driving Ferraris, the important thing is to bring that energy out to the world. And I guess that's your mission. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, even as a state, even if you're in the hermit, you, you're a hermit being in the forest, that state does work. Mm. But if you can get back to the world with that state, mm. the impact that you can leave with everybody around you, your society, the people in your life... Mm. And even for even to the strangers whom you are not connected, it is incredibly huge. Mm. It is like I want you to imagine, like if there are eighty thousand Buddhas, we know what one Buddha did to the did to the world. Mm-hmm. If we have eighty thousand Buddhas mm. live in that enlightened state, there would definitely be a, a different trajectory for human consciousness and humanity. Mm. Has anyone tried to do this before? Enlighten people? Or are you the first? On- See, enlightenment has been probably the oldest quest. Mm. It is the oldest quest of humanity. To, even today when people are trying to arrive at fulfillment through work or through you know, trying to achieve to achievement, mm. what they're truly seeking for is yet another experience. Uh, that's why you always see that, you know, people achieve and then say, okay, it's not changing the way I live. It is not changing my experience yeah. of life. And then they try to achieve more. They believe that more achievement is going to get them into that space. What they're truly longing for is a complete experience of living. Mm. Living every moment. Enlightenment is allowing you to live every moment as it is completely. It is the oldest quest, the oldest pursuit, and probably it is the most incredible experience a human being can have with this body and this brain and this mm. ex- this experience in this body. It is the most incredible experience a human being can have. And it has been there. It has been there throughout ages. 
um, different religions have come and gone, different cultures we have seen, different civilizations we have seen come and go, different lifestyles, different fashion. But this quest for enlightenment is the deepest and the longest quest of humanity. Mm. And there has not been a path. There have been different sages. There have been different saints who have experienced and immersed in enlightenment. It has been happening. Mm. Um, we are creating a path for it. But I think a lot of people think that it's not possible for a mortal being to... It, it's just some special people that can reach this. We have seen people. We have seen normal people. Ordinary Ordinary people, you know, ordinary walks of life, mm. a mother. We have seen young people who mm. just married. We have mm. seen children be in that state. Mm. And and there are people from all over the world? Yes, people yes. from all over the world, all walks of life, belonging to different cultures, different mm. religion. Different Because this is not a re religious thing. Absolutely. No. It is not religious at all. There mm. is a clear distinction between religion and spirituality. Mm. Religion is where you adhere to a faith. It is, uh, it is you're supposed to adhere to a particular code that is set for you in that religion. Mm. Spirituality is an inner adventure. Spirituality is disentangling you from everything that is entangling you. Mm. <laughs> disentangling you yourself and experiencing liberation and freedom. Mm. That is spirituality. Mm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When I was in the Netherlands, when I attended to this, the field of awakening, beautiful in Maastricht, you were talking about different mindsets, obsessive mind, karma mind, divided mind. I thought that was very interesting. And I, can you explain it for the yeah. listeners? The field of awakening is a four-day retreat. 
and field of awakening leads the seekers to experiencing a state of witness a state of witness where one moves beyond the mind and what what i led you through is witnessing three distinct destructive mindsets the one the first one is the obsessive mind obsessive mind where thinking goes in rounds that is what one does in a state of suffering mm. uh, it will be the same thinking it could probably be the same thinking that you started off when you were a 6 year old child mm-hmm. why is this happening to me why am i treating being treated like this why is why am i not being loved it is the same set of thinking you have not dissolved it then mm-hmm. it continues to grow 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 it becomes a very strong habit in you to get back into that thinking though it is a very unpleasant experience you move back into that thinking because it has become your home mm. so that is the obsessive mind it's what you're used to used to yeah 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 mm. the second mind is uh, the karmic mind when i say use the word karmic mind in let us keep it very simple it is the old mind it is the past mind it is the past mind that is flowing in either from your past experience or from your past lives or from your ancestors that is flowing through generations it is a past mind that keeps repeating and resulting in the same disruptive patterns in life your mind is able to see only those disruptive patterns in other sense you have a mind which is past mind that allows you to bring back those disruptive patterns again and again into your life those mm. situations again and again there are two ways to look at it or two two depths to it one is you because of that past mind you see only that in life at a even deeper realm because of that past mind you create that reality so mm. i i lead seekers through liberation from that past mind to experience freedom from that pattern that has been coming back into their lives or into their families again and again the third mind is the divisive mind um we started of saying that is the tendency of the mind to divide to separate um to separate the as soon as you sit down and watch a movie you separate the hero and the villain then mm. you are able to take sides and then you getting emotionally uh, entangled with the hero and want the villain villain to disappear from the scene that is the divisive mind constantly dividing people dividing cultures dividing races dividing um dividing people as good or bad dividing actions or as right or wrong that becomes the tendency of the mind and it becomes a separation driven mind to experience freedom from that mm. and experience being one the entire effect or the impact of the field of awakening is you move into the witness consciousness and as you get established in that witness consciousness you witness all that is arising with in in you in your life without being entangled by it and being established in that awakened state what we see is when you are established in that awakened state it is like great order getting set getting set into your life mm. uh, 
your body enters a miracle zone your relationships enter a miracle zone your life and life situations enter a miracle zone we all struggle to find solutions we all struggle to create a different life we all put in a lot of effort in order to bring about a change from where we are the way to go about it is being in that awakened state mm. to rise above those different mindsets. mindsets and then to a huge order will flow mm. when there is a total disentanglement from suffering when you move into that living experience um different order would flow into your life mm. to become a witness yes because those mindset they sounds like different prisons yes definitely yeah. and you and you probably there are many more prisons but yes. i lead only through these three prisons for the time that we have in the field of awakening mm. but life is lived in a prison yes different cells of the prison mm. which probably has different paintings in it but there is nothing different about it because it's still a prison mm. and some people are not aware of this Oh, and yes. uh, and some people are getting aware of it and some people are aware of it some people are on their way out of it this prison yes uh, it'll be great if lo- lo- huge swaths of people live above it yes <laughs> uh when i was getting aware of this different prisons it was like you open this door and sometimes it's like why did i open this door <laughs> sometimes it's like oh uh it it's no way back when you open the door and you realize all this it's no way back back absolutely because you become aware of you moving into that prison yes but then you just have to continue yes. because there is a light in the tunnel absolutely and there is freedom <laughs> even the opening of one prison will exp- that disentanglement that happens it's yes. like you being tied for a very long time mm. and the ropes are being cut slowly there is freedom that you experience what what would you say the soul is because this is my my the name of uh, my podcast is uh, i have the soul in the title of this podcast i would say the soul is the eternal being limitless birthless deathless eternal being that is the definition of uh, a spiritual experience of the soul you are not this limited self you're not limited to the identities that you are entangled with but you are the limitless being so are my soul more connected to other souls than than my body is or how does it work <laughs> you are not this limited body you're not the limited mind you're not the limited identities there is no one your soul no oh, okay you are that oh. that eternal being that eternal consciousness mm-hmm. so it's like a source like yes. eternal source 
And so why do we come down here in our bodies <laughs> and experience everything that what we experience? What then you is... are enlightened, you wouldn't ask this question. No, okay. <laughs> so I Because... gave myself up. <laughs> <laughs> When you are in that state of enlightenment, when you are enlightened, there is no separation. There is no Agnetha soul, there is no Sama soul, there is no... Uh, Ray soul, Mary soul, there are no separate souls. Mm. All is one. So, but what is the meaning with life? What, what, why are we... Exactly. When you have the experience of no separation, when you have the experience of being one, when you have the experience of living in the moment, when you have the experience of bliss filling every cell of your body, you would not ask this question. What is the meaning of my life? Huh. <laughs> I have to go the, the course. <laughs> I'm struggling to, to, to make, a, make sense out of this. Okay, no. I have to be your experience. I have to go to tapas. Yes. Because that's the... the yes, waiting for you. <laughs> tapas is waiting for me. Should we explain what that is? Tapas is a four-week-long journey, as I explained earlier, to be in that enlightened state. You need to have, we have created an entire ecosystem by which you are pushed into experiencing and having realizations. You are pushed into having great insights about your questions on soul and no soul and mm. what is my soul <laughs> and why am I here? <laughs> what am I doing? Is there a greater purpose? Mm. Is, is there a greater purpose for which I'm here? You have great insights into life. Mm. And then you have, we push people into practices and meditations and contemplations and experiencing being a witness. A very high intensity mm. gradually emerges over the period of four weeks. And also you, the participants, the seekers have experiences of awakening, moving beyond the mind, seeing mind effortlessly, seeing or witnessing the mind effortlessly. Mm. They are not attached. They are not attached. Mm. They witness it without being in it. Mm. And then they have many experiences of enlightenment of being one being that you are all that everything that is there is you these enlightened experiences thou art that you see you see a bird and you you see there is that you are the bird you see the person sitting next to you feel you the person is you it's an enlightenment experience so the entire ecosystem that is created in india where seekers go through this journey for enlightenment is tapas. Hmm. Tapas means an inner fire. Inner fire. A sacred inner fire to truth. To truth. Because in, in Spain, tapas is something you <laughs> eat. <laughs> so does it, it each letter stand for anything or is tapas an, a word? It's a word in itself. It's a word in it itself. It means the sacred inner fire. The sacred inner fire. Or it also means being in the heart of God. Wow. 
that's something. <laughs> you should come. You should definitely yes, come. I, I have a plan to come because I think it sounds like a very beautiful education. Uh, yes. And though I've seen also the education that you have, and I know it's very transforming. So that's my intention. Whenever you find time. Yes. You can also do two weeks if four weeks is difficult. But yes. I would highly recommend four weeks together. But mm. if we, we understand when people don't have four weeks together. Mm. So you can break it up into two, two weeks. Mm. And then it's also another two weeks after those four weeks. So yes, that's advanced tapas. But once oh. you finish the first level. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where in the future do you see this happen? The 80,000 Buddhas driving? Across the world. When? When? Is it like... In our lifetime? Or? Oh, yes, absolutely in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at 20 years. If it does happen faster, it'll be great. Wow. That would be great. Brings tears to my eyes. That's a very beautiful, that's a, that's a real Shambhala vision, mm-hmm. I would say. <laughs> hmm. A vision to contribute Towards this earth moving towards great peace. Mm. Mm. We cannot continue living this way. Mm. Do you do you work with any leaders in Sweden that are in positions of leading this not this really. country? No. No. I could send some politicians <laughs> to that'd Ecom. be great. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> yes. Hmm. It'll be great to have more leaders come and join. Yeah, because I think that's what we need. Because when I've been working with uh, aid organizations, uh, when we travel in the world, and uh, we always talk with the leaders in a society because they are the ones that can spread down the, the education, like in when they uh, in circumcises and things like that over the world. Yeah. So we need to reach to the leaders. leaders so, dear Pritaji, should we end this uh, with the serene mind meditation, sure, which is very beautiful, yes. and you can lead the leaders. Uh, no, you can lead the listeners through this meditation. Absolutely. Mm. Serene mind is a very simple practice, and um, it doesn't take a lot of time but it will be a very potent practice for you to dissolve the suffering as it is arising, your anxiety, your fears, your anger. Close your eyes. Bring attention to your breath. Inhale and exhale deep and slow. Deep inhalations, slow and long exhalations.
identify the exact emotion that is arising within me now. Is it anxiety or worry or frustration or loneliness? Or is it calm, peace, joy, connection? Identify the emotions without trying to change it. As this emotion is arising within you, observe the movement of your thinking. Are you moving to a past experience? Are you moving into a future? Or are you in the present? See a flame in the middle of your eyebrows. See this flame move internally to the middle of your brain. See this flame glow in the middle of your brain. Bring a gentle smile onto your face and slowly open your eyes whenever you're ready. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pritaji. And um, thank you for attending to this podcast. Oh, it was beautiful being over here with you. Yes. 
uh, it was also very hopeful to to see that you are uh, to hear that you are hopeful for the future. Yes, that it's a possible change coming for, for the better. Yes, <laughs> for, for the world. Yes, thank you so much, Martin. Det är alltid fantastiskt fint att få träffa Prita G och det är något visst med henne, hennes energi och aura och vad man nu vill kalla det. Så att, ja, det är alltid fint att få träffa henne och jag är fullt medveten om att, att alla kan ju inte åka till Indien och, och gå på olika sådana här retreats eller resa kanske ens i Europa för att det saker kostar pengar, resor och boende och mat och sådär men... Det finns ju en möjlighet att ta till sig bland annat en sån här meditation som Serene Mind där man, som hon guidar oss igenom. Den finns även, den finns både på Spotify. Jag kan lägga upp några länkar till er så får ni ta ställning till vart ni, kan, vart ni vill hitta den, vad det passar er bäst. Om ni vill ha den någon annanstans än i det här poddavsnittet. För det kan vara en sån enkel sak som att bara stilla sig och känna efter vad är det jag känner nu och bara stilla sitt sinne. Jag tycker det är otroligt spännande att prata om de här olika, olika mindsetsen, sinnesstillstånden som man kan vara i, det här delade sinnet där man väljer för och emot, eller det här obsessiv när man fastnar i liksom beteende, tankar liksom, som bara upprepar sig hela tiden och ältas runt, eller det här karma, det som följer med. Jag hoppas att ni hänger med på engelskan för att det, jag tycker att det där är så spännande och... Och jag hoppas framförallt att ni fick till er något av det här samtalet. För att jag har lärt mig väldigt mycket av de här lärarna som finns på akademin där på Eikan i Indien. Och det, är en, det har varit väldigt utbildande måste jag säga att gå på de här kurserna och få ha de här samtalen. Så, att, så jag hoppas att engelskan, att det inte blir för svårt för er att lyssna på det här samtalet. Och som sagt, om meditationen kan ge er någonting så finns den gratis och den kan räcka långt. Tusen tack kära lyssnare för att ni är med mig. Vi hörs hela tiden. Puss och kram. Hej! This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Tack för att du har lyssnat på dagens avsnitt och du har väl inte missat att Så in i själens första ljudbok kan bli din via Så in i själen plus. Följ länken i avsnittsbeskrivningen så blir ljudboken din för endast 59 kronor.